Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. In today's episode of Soul Talk, we're going to dive into the topic of how to manifest love in your life. That's right. How do you manifest your soulmate? How do you manifest your dream partner, your dream relationship? How do you manifest the one in reality? Is there a formula? Are there keys? Lord knows there's so many books written on the subject, so much spoken about the subject, so many seminars and webinars and ideologies and philosophies about how do you meet the one? And yet so many of us, we are still left feeling empty-handed. We're seeking, we're searching. Where is the one? Where do I find the person? Where are the good men? Where, are the, where is the right woman? And so I just want to share some simple thoughts that I think will be practical today that would support you on your journey of love, would support you on your journey of manifesting your soulmate. And so if you're ready, let's dive in. The first thing I want to say, and I'm going to share four simple keys that I think will provide perspective that may create an opening, an aha, the expansion of your energy and possibilities. And so let's dive in. The first thing is love is not something that you need to manifest. And so in order to manifest love, in order to manifest your dream relationship and your partner, you have to realize that love is not something you manifest. The paradigm shift is necessary. Because so long as you're coming from the context and the paradigm that love is something that you need to manifest and make happen, you are actually energetically, psychically, spiritually, emotionally separating yourself from that which you want. You're pushing it away. There's this idea that love is something outside and that you need to create it outside. You need to manifest it outside of yourself. It's separate from you. And so long as you hold the idea that love is separate from you, then that is a, shall we say, a, a certain blockage that will tend to keep love away from you in the physical form. And so I want you to make the shift that love is not something that you need to manifest. Love is what you are. Love is your nature. Love is your beingness. Love is your true essence. Love is the very fabric of your being. It's not something you are. You are love itself. The thing is, as children, we were love. If you look at a baby, if you look at a child, they're pure love. When I look at my baby boy, who's about nine months now, as of recording this, this podcast episode, he's full of love. His nature is love. And so your nature is love. My nature is love. We were all unconditioned, pure love at one particular point. The challenge is we met our parents, our mom, our dad. God bless them. They did the best that they knew how to do based on their childhood and their upbringing. 
And maybe dad was an alcoholic. Maybe mom was crazy. Maybe they were fighting all the time. Maybe there was instability in the home and some level of dysfunction. And so on some level, we slowly began to get conditioned, conditioned to disconnect from our feelings in order to function, survive, and avoid pain as a coping strategy and mechanism to just survive. And slowly we suppressed our feelings and we suppressed layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers of unfelt feeling that began to cover up our light, cover up the love that we were, the love that we We've always been all along and we are right now, even though we may not be fully in touch with it. And so just because you may not be feeling that you are love because of the layers of suppressed emotion and conditioned patterns, that doesn't mean you're not. And so most of us, by the time we become adults, we've forgotten the reality that we are love. And because as children, we often experience, tell me if you experience this, we often experience love as conditional. And so we grew up with this idea that love was conditional. In other words, you had to do something or be something or be a certain way or get all A's or win an award or get a trophy or be a good student in order to get love. And when you were, when you, when you became certain things, then mom and dad loved you more. Why can't you be more like your sister? Why couldn't you be more like Susie? How comes you only got B's? Why not A's? And so unconsciously, we also learned a strategy. Much of it is unconscious, you see. We learned a strategy to become who we thought we needed to be in order to get love and validation and approval. And so, so much of our drive and motivation as human beings, which is unconscious, is a drive to get love. Why do we lose weight? Why do we want to be in shape? Because maybe we think if I'm in shape, then I'm going to be more lovable. I'm going to be more attractive to a man. I'm going to be more, you know, why, why do we want that Lamborghini? Why do we want that Ferrari? Why do we want that big house, that big watch, that fill in the blank? And so we have this idea that love is conditional. So we have to be something or do something or achieve something in order to be loved. So even much of the motivation for success is to be loved, to get love, to be loved, to experience love. And so when we shift that, idea that love is not something you need to do or get or attract to you it's what you are it's what you are because when you cut when you're driven or motivated from the place of love is conditional i'm not love so i need to get love you will actually attract to you experiences that will reflect that back to you which will often set up a dynamic in your seeking soulmates and relationships you will often seek out people and you will make Partners and people, the source, the source of your loving. Like, oh, when I finally fall in love, then I'll get someone who can love me in ways I wasn't loved. And we, in that, what that does is it sets up a dysfunctional, codependent relationship, which is based on need, which will only lead to suffering. It will only lead to stress, anxiety, and suffering because when someone outside of yourself is the source, the source, obviously, this is an illusion the source of your happiness, the source of your loving, you'll never be happy. You'll never be fulfilled. The relationship will be riddled with, with, with anxiety and contraction and codependency and jealousy. This is not love. This is a prison. So realize that love is what you are. The challenge is because we're not in touch with that, right? Then we attract to us people and situations and experiences in our relational life in the form of partners, in the form of dates, in the form of people that reflect to us our own inner 
experience. I don't feel lovable. So we attract people that don't value us. I don't feel worthy. So we attract people that don't really show up for us. I don't feel truly, truly beautiful or truly honorable or truly whatever. And so we attract people that cheat or, or don't want to commit to us, right? And so the key to attracting your dream partner, your dream relationship, the love of your life, and I've helped literally thousands of people do this in my seminars, the key to attracting is not to seek love, but it's to remove the inner blockage, the inner blockages, the inner layers of conditioning, to remove the inner layers of conditioning that prevent you from resting in and remembering and realizing the love that is your nature. As you do the inner work, so, so you could say manifesting love in your life is not a process of addition, it's a process of subtraction. Letting, doing the mental, emotional, spiritual work to peel away the layers of conditioning and programming so that you can return to the love that you are. And as you reconnect with the love that you are, as you reconnect with your world essence, as you reconnect with that childlike nature, as you develop that inner relationship with yourself, as you heal that inner child inside, as you learn to fall in love with yourself again, everything shifts. Everything shifts. And so love is not something you need to manifest is what you are. But the key is you must be willing to do the inner work to remove the blockages so that you can reconnect with the love that you have always been all along. The next thing I want you to, to understand, here's the next key. Please understand that relationship is a mirror. Let me repeat. If this is the only thing that you get from today's episode, this is a key element. Relationship is a mirror. You attract to your person, a partner, in relationship, that is a mirror manifestation of your own consciousness. You attract to you a person that reflects to you yourself. You might say, hell no, no, that, wait, wait a second. The mirror doesn't lie. If relationship is a mirror, ask yourself this honest question. Do I like what I see? And do I like who I'm attracting? Now, if you want to block your manifestation of, of, of your dream relationship in your life, then keep judging the mirror, keep blaming the mirror, keep blaming God, which will only move you into a victim position. But the key is you have to be willing to take responsibility. Relationship is a mirror. You attract to you a person that is a mirror manifestation of yourself. You attract to you a person that reflects to you your most deeply held beliefs about yourself, how you feel about yourself, what you most need to heal, embrace, learn, let go of, and integrate. So essentially what I'm saying is, the person you attract to you reflects to you, you. The person you attract to you is feedback for your own consciousness. The person you attract, there is no relationship outside. It looks like there is a relationship outside because you attract someone when you go to yoga. You attract someone who asks you on a date. You attract someone on, on social media. You attract someone on a dating app. It seems like there's someone outside. However, when you have internal unresolved energies, your deep subconscious beliefs, that gets projected out. And that is a vibration and energy that pulls to you. It pulls to you people that reflect that to you. So there is no relationship out there. There just appears to be a relationship out there in the form of the people that you manifest and attract to you in the form of your partners, but they just reflect to you yourself. When you can understand that, and when you can see that, and when you can acknowledge that, 
then you can take responsibility for the projection. And that's why I said doing the inner healing. When you commit to doing the inner healing, first you have to acknowledge. Then you have to take responsibility. Then you do the inner work. And then you bring the love and the compassion to those parts of yourself that are hurting. And as you bring the loving and the compassion and to those parts of yourself that are hurting, then layers can melt away. But if you're not acknowledging those parts of yourself that are hurting, if you're always projecting it and making it, making it about Susie or making it about your ex or making it about the person or making it about there's no good men out there, you won't attract big love in your life. I'm not saying it's easy. However, all you need is one person. And if you're really serious about manifesting big love in your life in the form of a relationship the next thing is you must be willing to take complete responsibility for the mirror. There are no victims. There are no victims. You have the power to heal. You can't control what people do out there. You can't control what others do out there, but what you can control is yourself. And as you release the inner mental, emotional blocks within, you make room, you make space. As you melt and heal through self-loving, self-compassion, self-forgiveness, those inner crystallized, unresolved emotions, the pain that you have towards your dad, right? If you're carrying pain towards your dad and anger towards your dad and then feeling like, you know, carrying this anger towards men, as an example, right? That will project in your energy and your sort of vibrational field towards all men in your life, right? And, and if you're carrying an energy inside of yourself, of that anger and that resentment and that sort of distrust of men unconsciously, you will tend there, there, there's always an impulse inside of us as human beings to attract to ourselves the person that is a vibrational match because there's an impulse ultimately to heal the unresolved, incomplete energies. And so when you clear and when you release and you heal, you shift your energy. As you shift your energy internally, your vibration shifts. And as a result, what you project shifts. And as a result, the mirror and the reflection that you start attracting to yourself will also shift. This is key. You are love, doing that inner healing, taking responsibility. There are no, there are no victims. As you do the inner healing, here's a couple of tips that I would also share in terms of manifesting a relationship and manifesting your soulmate. As a part of the inner work, there's also the outer work. What is the outer work? It's, it's I want you to look at your environment. Here's a couple of tips I'll give you that I promise you will shift your energy internally and externally. What I would say is make sure you take a look at your relationship with all of your exes, your exes. If you're carrying any incomplete, unresolved feelings towards your exes, let acknowledge, own it, learn from it, forgive them, but also forgive yourself. Sometimes, because we haven't actually forgiven ourselves fully for who we were in that relationship, so we're judging ourselves, beating ourselves up, punishing ourselves right now. And that punishing ourselves is also what pushes away love in our life. 
and or we don't trust ourselves because we haven't truly forgiven ourselves and learned the lesson and because we don't trust ourselves fully to be a new evolved way unconsciously we push relationships away because we don't trust ourselves and so it's a self-protective mechanism and so forgive your exes let them go forgive yourself this is key the other thing i would say is cleanse and clear your environment that's right cleanse and clear your environment why do i say this you see everything is energy and energy is stored in matter that means okay let me be specific right if you are if your apartment or your house is full of objects and gifts from your ex your ex gave you a painting your ex gave you a vase your ex gave you the couch right or the bed mattress that you have in your apartment is is the same mattress that you had with your ex for two, three, four years and you made love and had all these memories. What I want you to know is in objects, because everything is energy, the energy of your ex, the energy of those experiences are stored in the physical matter, stored in the bed. You're sleeping in that every day, stored in the couch, stored in the painting, stored in the object, stored in that bracelet you're wearing, stored in that, you know, in that ring that you're wearing, stored in... And so what you're not realizing is subconsciously, your subconscious, as you look at the image, as you look at the bed, as you look at the couch, as you look at the painting, as you look at the ring, your subconscious is being imprinted with the energy of the old. Your subconscious is being imprinted with the energy of your ex rather than the energy of what you want. And so if you're really serious, folks, tell me, are you really serious about manifesting love in your life? If you're listening to this, tell me, dude, I'm serious. Let me hear it. Shout it out. I'm ready. Let me hear you, folks. Come on. I'm ready. Okay. If you're really serious about manifesting big love in your life, here's what I would invite you to do. Release, give away, sell, throw away any and all physical objects from your ex. But you might say, but could I really like that vase? Yeah, but is that vase worth the energy? So I really want you to try this. Throw away that mattress, get a new mattress, probably $300 to get a new mattress, 500, okay, $2,000. Maybe you want you want a Rolls Royce of mattresses, but I promise you it's not worth holding onto the mattress. The old mattress with the old energy is not worth the energetic effect that it's having in your psyche and your subconscious. Let it go. When you let it go, you shift the energy, you shift your environmental energy so that now there is space. There is new space. And now you can put pictures and images and objects of new possibilities of what you actually want. Now your subconscious is being imprinted in a completely different way. The other thing, here's another one, folks. You ready for this tip? This is radical, but I promise you it makes a difference. Delete every, delete every photo and picture from your ex. Delete it. Like if you're really serious, if you have not manifested your love, your big love that you say you want, trust me, del like delete every photo in your phone from your ex today. Before I met my wife, one day I'll share the entire story. But before I met my wife, I did this. There was a few pictures. There weren't that many. But there were a few pictures that I had of my exes. Just because, you know, it's like I didn't, 
I didn't have any ill will towards them. I didn't have any uh, bad feelings towards them. Everything was cool. So I didn't really think there was a need to delete the pictures. But as I was going through my phone, I realized that those pictures also carry an energy. Every now and again, I'd come across the pictures and you start thinking back to that relationship. And so I said, look, if I like why I had to ask myself, why am I holding on to these pictures? Like, really? Well, because I don't feel any anger. I don't I feel very complete. But I had to question myself, why am I holding on to these pictures? And honestly, folks, there was actually no real good reason. So you want to hold on to the picture so that you can scroll through and reminisce on a Friday night about your ex. You want to hold on to these pictures so that when you meet your new person, you can show them all of the memories from your ex. Like, what is it actually serving to hold on to the pictures of your ex? When you really question yourself, you realize it's serving nothing, nothing. And I saw that there was a final sort of layer of release and freedom and energetic vibrational completion in saying, I delete everything. I delete all these pictures. I, I, I don't need it. But the memory, the memory can be in your mind. You can just close your eyes, remember that moment with your ex and being gratitude and appreciation. You don't need uh, a phone, a camera roll full of pictures. And so here was an energetic exercise of cutting the cord on every level. Delete all the pictures of your ex today. Push delete today. And if you're like resistant, then you need to ask yourself, how comes I'm so resistant in releasing? How comes I'm so resistant in giving it away? I promise you this. If you want something new, you have to release the old. And if you're not manifesting the new, you have to really release the old. Here's a question. Here's another key, folks. Here's a question I want you to ask yourself. If you say that you want to manifest love in your life, yes? If you say that you're serious about manifesting a relationship, your soulmate, but it hasn't happened. Maybe it's been months, maybe it's been years, maybe it's been decades, but you're like, I really want it, I really want it. But it doesn't manifest, and it doesn't manifest, it doesn't manifest. Here's what I'd like you to do. We're kind of doing a, a mini masterclass today. Here's what I would like you to do. You say you want to manifest it, but it doesn't manifest for whatever the reason. I want you to, to write a list. This is a moment of confession with yourself. Brutal, raw, honest moment. Ruthless moment of honesty with yourself. The question is, if I say I want love, if I say I want relationship and I don't have it, what are all the reasons that, that I actually don't want it? Many times we are not aware, but there are subconscious, internal resistances and conflicts that counter the flow of manifestation in our lives. We say we want love, but deep down we don't want it. You might say, that's crazy. I do. I, I go on dates and I, I go on vacations and I mingle and I schmingle and nothing. Well, here's the deal. You say you want it, but it doesn't manifest. There's some likely, there's, it's possible that there's some subconscious conflict or payoff for it not happening. So what does it mean? What does it look like? To actually confess why you don't want it will set you free, will bring the subconscious to the conscious. And it might sound like I'm afraid, if I'm honest, of losing my freedom. I'm afraid of betraying my mother or my father. I'm afraid of betraying my ex, right? 
I'm afraid, like sometimes we're afraid of actually manifesting big love because we're afraid of abandonment. And if we're carrying this sort of fear of abandonment, even though we say we want our ex, even though we say we want big love and relationship, we really don't because there's a deeper subconscious fear of fear of if I really manifest big love in my life and they leave me, that would be so devastating. I would not be able to cope. So I'd rather actually not manifest it because at least if I don't manifest it, I can't get that heartbroken. Does that make sense, folks? So there's usually, I want you to make a list of all of the deeper subconscious reasons as to why do I actually not want to manifest love in my life? I'm afraid of losing my freedom. I'm afraid that I won't be able to fulfill my purpose. I'm afraid that I won't be able to fulfill my purpose if I'm in a relationship. That was one I had many, many years ago I had to let go of. I realized that was rubbish, right? But if we're not conscious and if we're not aware, these beliefs, these ideas, these internal conflicts will remain in the shadow, will remain in your subconscious, and will actually energetically push away what you say you really want. And so I want you to really deep dive with that, folks. Deep dive with that. The last thing I'll say about manifesting the one, manifesting relationship. As you're in the process, do not wait. Do not wait for the one. Do not put your life on hold. Instead, here's it, because here's a mistake people make. They put their life on hold. Instead, what I would encourage you to do is get clear on your purpose and cultivate joy in your life. Cultivate so much joy in your life. Joy, 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 joy. A full, rich life. A full, rich life that is abundant and joyous and happy where you're lacking nothing and you're no longer waiting. So basically stop seeking for the one become the one, fall madly in love with yourself, live your purpose so that you're no longer waiting for the one. You're not standing around waiting for the one. You're, you're committing to love every moment as though every moment is the one because then your heart will be open. And when your heart is open, you're much more likely to magnetize the right vibrational aligned person. And so when you cultivate joy and you're enjoying the process, you're enjoying the process of just living life, likely the aligned energy will find you when you least expect it. Folks, I'm going to add another bonus, shall I? The other bonus, I would say, which is not necessarily the most conventional one, I would encourage you to let go of all the preconceived ideas of who and what you think the one is and who and what you think you need. Because many times the, the list that we make, you know, the list, the list of the one they got to be six foot tall. They got to make X amount of money. They got to have blue eyes. They have to be like this. They have to be like that. Many times, the list that we make is from our ego. They've got to be from this country. They got to be black, white, orange, Chinese, Latin, what have you, blah, blah, blah. The list that we make is often from our ego, from our conditioning, from our wounds, from our insecurities. And often what you really want is not what your soul needs and is not what your soul is seeking. I believe that the universe is intelligent. I believe that the universe, God, knows. God knows what you need. The same energy, the same intelligence that gave you life, it knows what is highest for you. And so if you're really serious, folks, this is if you're really 
freaking serious about manifesting big love in your life. Are you? Like, really, as you're listening to me, ask yourself, am I really? Or do I just say I want it? Like, lots of people say, yeah, I, I, I want to get healthy and get a six-pack and go to the gym. But wanting it doesn't mean an, a thing. Wanting it and praying about it and meditating about it is very different than being serious. So if you're serious, here's the last code I'm going to give you for now. Maybe I'll do a part two. How's that? The last code I'll give you is this. Let go of what you think you need and what you think you want. I mean, you can cultivate the sense of how you want to feel. I want to feel loved. I want to feel peace. I want to feel safe. But the, the details, leave that to the universe. Leave that to God. And instead, ask the universe. So universe, I ask for the highest good to be done in my relationship. So you are invoking the highest good in your love life and relationship and romantic life. The highest good. The highest good. When you ask for the highest good, you're not putting limitations by saying they, they they got to be Christian, they got to be a Buddhist person, they got to have, you know, read the power of now and do yoga and Pilates and 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 have gone to Sedona seven times. And no, 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 no. Drop all of that. Because love is bigger than your mind. Love is bigger than your conditioning. Love is bigger than your ego. Real love is not sent to how should we say it? Real love is not sent to cater to your ego. Real love is sent to expand you, to break you open to who you really are. And so when you say universe, here's the key code, folks. I swear some of you are about to manifest big love in your life right now. The key code is, God, I ask for the highest good to be done, the highest good. Please bring me a person that is the highest good, that is most aligned with my soul, my purpose, my highest soul's evolution. You say that, you've taken all limitations off of life. You are now totally open to the universe. And watch what begins to happen. It doesn't mean you don't take action. It doesn't mean you don't go out on a date or it doesn't mean you don't, you know, uh, post on, 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 a, on a dating app, but you're no longer doing it from need or seeking. You're just, you're playing, you're expanding, you're exploring, you're no longer waiting. But when you invoke the highest good, now you are inviting grace, grace, infinite intelligence of grace to flow in the process of manifesting your dream partner. Folks, I'm going to leave it there for now. There's a, there's many more things I could say about how to manifest love. And I've been, you know, personally, I've been blessed and graced to manifest a love in my life in the form of my wife that is beyond anything I could have planned, beyond anything I could have expected, beyond anything I could have prayed for. It's bigger than my mind. So I know it's real. I know it exists. It didn't happen in the way I thought. It didn't manifest in the way I thought. She didn't come in the package that I thought, but she came in such a more amazing and beautiful and unique and creative and divine expression than I could have even imagined. And so, folks, I know it's real. This is not theory. This is not book knowledge. It's my direct experience and my direct knowing. And so if you're someone and you're like, I really want big love, I just want you to know there is hope. What you're seeking is seeking you.
it is possible. So get ready for some serious miracles. Folks, if you enjoyed today's short Soul Talk episode, share this with uh, anyone in your life that you love. Write me an email, kublaxon at kublaxon.com. I want to hear from all of you. I love receiving your emails and knowing how Soul Talk is touching your life. Uh, lastly, for those of you that really are ready to do the inner work to clear layers of your conditioning, this July, folks, July the 20th through the 31st, the 20th through the 31st, I'm doing an event in Bali. Last year, 2023, was supposed to be my final year, but I'm doing one more year. July the 20th through the 31st, Boundless Bliss, the Bali Breakthrough Experience. And so if you're ready to heal, you're ready to transform. You're ready to break through to that next level and manifest love and everything else that you desire to manifest in this lifetime. Join me for a 12-day journey that I promise you will be perhaps the most powerful experience in your entire life. I'll just leave it there. You can find out more www.boundlessblissbali.com. That's boundlessblissbali.com. Go to the web, go to the website, watch the video, apply today. Love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.